1: What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond the Void
0: Horror Podcast. Happy, happy ha- holidays, holidays, motherfuckers.
1: Bitch. <laughs> happy Hanukkah. Happy fucking Kwanzaa. Happy fucking every holiday that's out there right now, guys. Happy Krampus, because fuck children. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It's episode 120. Today, we're going to be talking about movies, Silent Night, Deadly Night 4, The Initiation, and
0: Silent Night, Deadly Night Five, The Toymaker.
1: Booyah. We will be talking about part four and five today of Silent Night, Deadly Night, and holy shit, this franchise is a fucking disaster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's a disaster in some good ways, but just as a whole, Overall. there is some really weird choices that were made uh, in this series. And uh, it is pretty much the only, I mean, there are other horror franchises that surround around, you know, like the whole holiday horror thing, but nothing as big as this, right? Like this is like one of the bigger, bigger ones. So, um, there are other Krampus movies. There's like part three or something like that of Mm -hmm. some Krampus movie, but there's like 15 billion Krampus movies that, you know, Krampus's revenge or something, you know, Mm -hmm. I can't think of them all off top, but
0: but not all necessarily within the same franchise.
1: Right, and 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 again, I I just want to say fuck you. I'm sorry for fucking pissing you off about any of the movies we talked about last week, but that's just the way it is. That's the way it is. Yeah, uh, you're gonna have to fucking deal with it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> are
1: you are you excited to talk about these, Brittany? Because I feel like uh yeah yeah you liked some of these, huh? Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, We don't want to spoil it yet, but uh, there will be no news. There will be no, uh, of course, any kind of horror shot for this week. If you haven't already, you should definitely look up our gut Krampus shot that we did last week.
0: We took enough of a horror shot last week to last us a couple weeks. Yeah,
1: it's a it's a pretty packed punch of a fucking Christmas or holiday drink that you can fucking put down your gullet
0: (laughs) or in your gut
1: Yeah, and get fucking wild. Um, But yeah, guys, check that out. I'll have the link down below for that. Also, guys, don't forget, the 23rd is the end cutoff date of this month, December 23rd, to get our merchandise. So if you want to help out the podcast, also wear some of the uh, merchandise to help out the podcast. It really does go a long way. Uh, We got the Cult of Rain, my uh, Deacon Rain Twitch stream that we do on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. And we also have Beyond the Void stuff, mugs, T-shirts, leggings, pillows, Like, there's all kinds of different types of uh, shirts and uh, hoodies in there, so be sure to check them all out if it doesn't have your size in there. You can use the code BTVROCKS for 10% off your order. If you order more than one item, you get an additional dollar off, so... What are you waiting for? For those of you who did actually buy some merchandise, you guys fucking rock. Thank you so much for helping support the stream. Uh, if you can't afford anything, don't worry. Help us share the stream. That goes a long way to help us out, too. So, But now we're going to go ahead and jump into our Flesh and Potatoes segment of Silent Night, Deadly Night 4, The Initiation. And
0: Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toymaker.
1: We're going to go ahead and fuck you right now. Right. All right, guys, so now we're going to go ahead and kick it off with Silent Night, Deadly Night Four, the initiation. Or is Some people just like to call it initiation. The movie came out. It was a straight-to-video release in 1990. The story is about a reporter investigating the bizarre death of a woman who leaped from a building in flames, who finds herself mixed up in a cult of witches who are making her part of their sacrificial ceremony during the Christmas season. Merry fucking Christmas. Indeed. (laughs) Indeed. It was directed and written partially by Brian Usna, who has been a part of a lot of great films. He directed the movie Society, Dentist 1 and 2, Return of the Living Dead 3, Bride of Reanimator, which he was also a producer for the first Reanimator, by the way. And he also directed Beyond Reanimator, Faust, Progeny, and many, many, many more. It's also written by Richard N. Gladstein, who is mostly producer pretty much now. He's produced Reservoir Dogs, Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 5, the one after this, Pulp Fiction, 54, Duplex, The Hateful Eight, and many more. It's also written by Arthur Gorson, which he wrote Part 3 and this one. But also more of a producer now. He's produced movies like Chronos, Marilyn Manson's "Sweet Dreams Are Made of of uh, This," excuse me, video, Dave Matthews Band's videos, Cypress Hill, Superstar, Slayer, Still Raining, and many more. It's also written by Woody Keith, who wrote Society, Bride of Reanimator, and Dementia. Another writer, it doesn't stop, (laughs) is also S.J. Smith, who wrote Children of the Corn Revelation, and that's it. Uh, The special (laughs) effects of this movie is by none other than Screaming Mad George, who did movies like Big Trouble in Little China, Predator, Nightmare on Elm Street 3 and 4, Arena, Curse 2, The Bite, Society, Bride of Reanimator, *Freet*, Progeny, Beyond Reanimator, and more. Sense of theme. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's you can definitely tell some of the effects in this movie are done by him because they kind of echo some of the same effects that were in society actually quite a bit. Um, some of the cast in this movie is Clint Howard returns. He plays Ricky, the brother of Billy, I guess. Nobody really knows. It's kind of weird. Yeah. But as some of you may know, he started off the Andy Griffith show in a recurring role as a little boy in a cowboy outfit who was always eating PB and J and offering it to everybody. Um, He never said a fucking word, though, by the way. He was also in Tango and Cash, Parenthood, par- uh, the part five of Silent Night, Deadly Night, Tix, Carnosaur, Leprechaun 2, Ice Cream Man, Barbed Wire, and he's also going to be in Rob Zombie's Three from Hell. Yay. He's been in 250 roles, so dive in. Also, it stars Neith Hunter, who plays Kim. She's been in part five, Near Dark, Fright Night, part two, and Carnosaur 2. Also stars Tommy Hankley, who plays Hank. He was in the movies Men at Work, Mad About You, the TV show, Life with Louie, the TV show, The Little Vampire, and Confession of a Dangerous Mind, and many more. Also stars the legend Reggie Bannister, who plays Eli. He's from, of course, all the Phantasm movies. He's a fucking hero, badass in those movies, by the way. Uh, He's also in The Wishmaster, Bubba Hotep, Song of the Dead, the Mangler Reborn, Fallen Angels, The Rage, Satan Hates You, and Bone Jangles. It's also stars Allie Beasley, who is in, she was basically Kim's work buddy, Janice. She was in Moonlighting, which was a huge part on that show. She was in like 60 plus episodes of. She was also in National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon, which is pretty much a lethal weapon yeah. spoof movie. Uh, with, by the way, Emilio Estevez.
0: Emilio! And
1: Samuel L. Jackson, by the way. Uh, it also has Rumpelstiltskin. She was in that movie. It was a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Stuart Little. She's also in that Netflix show called Maniac with Jonah Hill. Also has Maude Adams, who plays FEMA. And no, I'm not talking about the camps. She, <laughs> she's known for Octopussy.
0: Octopussy. Pussy. Uh,
1: she was also in The Man with the Golden Gun. Rollerball, and A View to Kill. So, a lot of James Bond James movies. Bond movies.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Other than that, though, what did you think of this film?
0: I actually liked this movie a lot more than I thought I was going to. Really? Um, go Leading into it, I was not a fan whatsoever. To me, this feels like the afterthought bastard child of this franchise I don't really understand so it's similar to me kind of like how uh, season of the witch is for Halloween right yeah no fucking sense makes no fucking sense whatsoever doesn't fucking fit into the franchise at all it's its own fucking movie it's its own entity how it ties in is literally because there happens to be a lights in the shape of a Christmas tree on top of the building that they're spending most of their time on and the name Ricky that's it yeah that is it. It's a fucking stretch.
1: Plus, they have that on the TV, the movie before it. Yeah, three. but
0: they, that's a running theme in every movie, so right. it's like like cool. But it's literally like a stretch in every sense of the of the word right. for this movie to even be included in this franchise. I don't understand. However, it was actually pretty fucking cool. I I don't really like the story or the concept because it's straight up basically like this like feminist film in a way like okay. it's all about taking back a woman's power from man.
1: Like overdoing it a little bit.
0: But yeah, but way over the fucking top and okay. ridiculous.
1: Well, it's interesting to hear you say that, you know, what I mean. And,
0: well, it that's the whole theme of this movie, which is another thing that makes it confusing as to why this is even part of this franchise. It's it's it's, it's own movie. Right. It really is. There's there's nothing that to me that ties it other than some really 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 loose ends right but i did enjoy a lot of the different elements especially like from the middle towards the end of it that make it really weird and surreal and creepy and uncomfortable Okay. so that kind of shit that i, w- I was i wasn't doing i you know but overall interesting concepts is this should this be included in the franchise for these films fuck no <laughs> absolutely not it's its own thing like it is like the redheaded stepchild as you would say yeah you it know? definitely like,
1: is different and, it th- is.
0: Th- and that's like at first i was just pissed because i'm like god damn it it's another season of the fucking witch like i'm just like irritated as fuck i like the season of the witch. i know you, you do i fucking know you do and there's somebody else too that like really likes that fucking movie and i just it bothers me I don't, I don't like it. I just don't like it. That's because it. you were don't. looking
1: for Michael Myers. That's why. I,
0: just, I don't like it, period. Admit like, it! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> everybody was, though. But that
1: movie is so much better than a lot of the ones that we've just watched.
0: Absolutely. Like, I, I'll give you that, but still. Like, okay, for I get a it. franchise, no. It just, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Um, As it's on its own. Okay. This movie's pretty cool. Okay. Not gonna lie. I mean, interesting idea. <laughs> doesn't fit, doesn't work necessarily, but it's... Not awful.
1: No, no. I think it's actually all right. It's not awful. Like, it's it's pretty cool. And honestly, guys, like, after seeing the part three where I just tore into it, which, you know. This
0: was a welcome.
1: Unapologetically. Yeah, th- yeah. this was a
0: welcome, like, reprieve. It really three. was,
1: dude. Seeing a woman jump to her death right off the bat. Who might have spontaneously combusted right off the bat? Yeah. I'm in. (laughs) I'm like, okay, thank God that is (laughs) old. That scene alone is better than the entire movie that I just watched. Exactly. Completely Uh, agree. So I was on board right away. I was like, okay, I don't remember anything about this. I do remember some of the weird stuff about it but i'll get into that here in a bit but it's far more appealing even in front of you know they they have the woman jump off in front of clint howard which is always nice to see for whatever reason i just like him as a character actor um he's played as ricky which shares the same name as the character from the third and second movie which I I don't really know how it relates and I don't think it necessarily does it makes no real fucking sense to me but speaking of which we just did Ticks too which mm-hmm. Clint Howard was in uh you know it's kind of a coincidence a little bit a little right bit. Like you just it didn't, we didn't plan that, but it's just the way it works around here.
0: Just the way it is.
1: But it's it's him in another movie with large bugs. So
0: <gasps> what?
1: <laughs> what the fuck? Um, you're probably asking yourself, why the fuck are they talking about bugs again? And part of the reason is that this movie is just fucking insane and uh, doesn't yep. make a lot of sense. Nope. It's got the whole special effects body horror feel to it with bugs, slugs, or whatever the fuck they are, and witchcraft, which 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 is interesting. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but yeah, whatever. Clearly, this was another script that they somehow said fuck it. (laughs) let's make a silent night, deadly night movie with some weird bat shit, crazy fucking story. And this, like she said, has literally nothing to do with any of the other movies other than the one character has the same name as Ricky, which we've mentioned. But to me, it seems like the, the franchise at this point has kind of taken a turn for the seriously, what the fuck is going on right now? Like the whole time I'm watching it, I'm waiting for it to tie into the other one. It never does. Nope. At all. Like you said, a lot of people compare it, uh, compare it to Halloween three, so it seems to be the consensus of what most people think. I mean, they play part three on the TV at the one point, and like you said, it's a running theme. They play the movie before it on the TV to kind of like extend the like, hey,
0: that's uh, how they tied it in,
1: right? But if you if you wanted more Santa killings or not, regardless, I know I tore into the other one for not having a Santa killer, but that's genuinely what anybody would be thinking at this point in time when they watched part three. Right. So four, it was like, well, fuck it. You know, like, I guess it doesn't even matter at this point. Mm-hmm. So, um, but this one's definitely gorier. It's got a lot more goo than the previous two, to be honest, but. Even if it's good, it makes you wonder what kind of acid these guys were on when they wrote this
0: shit. For real,
1: because it's seriously a fucking trip, dude. It is. Like, it really is. It reminds me of like walking around in Hunter or not Hunter S. Walking around in William S. Burroughs' mind in Naked Lunch, yeah. like when he was writing that. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! Like I don't. It's it's interesting because I actually after seeing three, it was a, a really anything could be better. You know what I mean? So I really <laughs> yeah. was just like, whatever. At this I, point. I think
0: that's why I actually liked it more like this and five more than I anticipated to because three was just such a shit show. And so was two mm-hmm. for me, quite honestly. Like I was like,
1: and we'll put them in order, by the way, like I what was we like very
0: thoroughly thinking that I was going to fucking despise the last two movies for this franchise because I was like, I thought. It couldn't get worse than two, and it fucking did. And I was like, fuck, <laughs> man, how are they gonna top the fact that this can't get worse than three? Yeah. And I was just waiting, and they didn't. It was better. And I was like, well, good for you.
1: I can't wait to say the order because I'm curious now. to see what you think. Yeah, um, I
0: know we'll save time. it at
1: the very end though we'll save it for once we wrap it all up in mm-hmm. a nice little shit bow
0: in a nice uh, little poop bow
1: <laughs> but there is some really cool special effects in this guys so if you enjoy movies like Society which is probably a little bit more bad shit than this um, but it's still pretty fucking pretty out there shit So, uh, um, and we're probably going to get into some of the, the trivia and spoilers at this point in time just a heads up
0: yeah Gird your loins. yeah, whatever.
1: Do you have anything else to add to it, or
0: no? I think we've said all there is to really be said about. It's
1: hard to explain it without spoiling it.
0: It really is to be like honestly, like it. It's a, like
1: well, it's, a, and un- even old, if we spoiled it, I don't know if it would spoil it. But. Over,
0: it really wouldn't. But overall, I feel like it. This is like an underlying like like feminist type.
1: Oh, it totally movie, is. Yeah,
0: which is weird. Yeah, um, but it worked when it shouldn't have, but it did. <laughs> so well, and, there's, like, okay, then.
1: and there's not a lot of trivia, like a whole lot of it, but I did try to look for a little bit of it. Apparently the basis of the film script, which Brittany sort of alluded to in part three, uh, the base of the film script was originally meant for the third silent film, Silent Night, Deadly Night, part three, but it ended up being used here after this script after the makers of the film turned to the original script, they turned that one down. Also, uh, the screenwriter Woody Keith incorporated several ideas and scenarios that he had originally envisioned for this for his previous film, Society, but had been unable to fit it basically into the storyline so ironically the film's u.s release would predate that of societies by nearly two years so these are very well connected in the same wheelhouse of imagination that this guy was writing so it's interesting uh john towson speaks on the film during his chapter dedicated to brian usna in the uh, subversive horror cinema counterculture messages on films from frankenstein to the present that's a book he wrote He refers to the film only as initiation, obviously, because, you know... It's
0: like its own movie.
1: It really is. Like, it it pretty much is like Season of the Witch. Exactly. So... We've reiterated that, like, 20 times now, but... That's
0: the way it is, so...
1: Yeah, if you're going into this movie thinking that it's going to be a fucking killer Santa movie, you're wrong, and you're probably not going to watch it. But if you have open eyes enough to just kind of, like, experience it for what it is, I think you will appreciate it in some regard. I think it's above average. Yeah. Personally, but, you know, I think it it really is a breath of fresh air It (laughs) is series. But, um... Did you have any uh, scenes that kind of, like, stuck out?
0: Right off the bat, like, towards the beginning, after she, like, eats the date or whatever in the bookstore. Okay. She's trying to become a reporter, guys. Like, she works for this newspaper with her boyfriend, and she is, like, an analyst or whatever the fuck she does. I don't know. She writes a stupid column or some shit. But she's trying to be, like, a big major reporter. So she starts, like, researching this spontaneous combustion suicide, like, on her own.
1: Because... Why does she do it on her own? Because the guys in the office won't give her a shot.
0: Yeah, they don't. They're not listening to her. Her boyfriend's not, not standing her, yeah. up for her. Like he, nothing. Her like boss, they just,
1: they just like tell her to go get coffee.
0: Pretty much. Like she's just, you know, she's a woman. She belongs in the kitchen. Why does she have a job? Kind Which of I agree.
1: No, I'm kidding. <laughs>
0: just I was kidding. about to kill you. Um, <laughs> this giant mug, going to throw it at you. <laughs> anyway, she eats this date. She goes into this bookstore, right? That's like.
1: She to had a try bad and date. get
0: some more information on, like spontaneous combustion, whatever, and she meets this lady who also lives upstairs in the building where the chick jumped off the roof. And FEMA, FEMA, not the camps. Um, <laughs> so she ends up like she's talking to her the one chick's trying to give her this like free book. On, like, female empowerment or whatever the fuck it is. Like, a virgin something that she's trying to give to her for free. Mm -hmm. She invites her to some weird picnic and feeds her a date that's been sitting, like, on her counter God knows how long. Fast forward, she starts kind of tripping at her apartment and she's, like, seeing cockroaches. She sees all these bugs and shit, like, in her kitchen and her sink or whatever. And she's trying to, like, wash them away while she's, like, cooking her spaghetti dinner for herself. Mm -hmm. When she's supposedly supposed to be meeting her boyfriend for dinner at his family's. She starts seeing all these bugs everywhere. Right. Right. Like, in her food, all over the table, like, everywhere. And so she freaks out. She goes to kill this bug with the book that the chick gave her for free about virgins and whatever the fuck it is. Spills her food all over the ground, which her food, oddly enough, like, the spaghetti forms into, like, a hand shape. Did you notice that? It was a
1: face at first. At
0: first it was a face. And then, like, later when we come back, it's, like, a hand shape. It's really weird. Anyways, and... All of a sudden, she looks towards her living room, like, underneath, and like, under her couch. You see, like, these weird, like, antennae kind of yeah. poke their way out. Yeah, looks and like then, a
1: cockroach or something.
0: And then this giant fucking cockroach.
1: It's not a cockroach. It's like a worm cockroach. It's weird. It's a weird
0: bug thing. It's yeah. this giant creature that starts to come out from underneath her couch. And I'm like, oh, fuck, no. Instantly, me. I don't like bugs. And I'm like, ew.
1: Yeah, well, and we just watched fucking movies not too long ago, so it was really weird to watch these back. Well, literally
0: back. two weeks ago. So I know. I'm like, okay, this is another bug movie, but so this giant bug and starts scurrying across her house, and she's like. Trying to chase after it, and she can't. And then flipping
1: the couch and flipping shit. everything, she's
0: freaking the fuck out. And then she like runs down her hallway because now she's sick, and so she's like vomiting or trying to vomit or whatever. And she runs down this hallway, and then it, the camera pans up slightly, and there is this giant cockroach creature like on the wall, right towards the hallway, and it's just like, and then as she's falling down to the ground as she's like just finished vomiting, underneath the door to like I don't know if it's her bedroom or whatever a closet or whatever it is, these like long, creepy antennae like start poking out from underneath the door. Right. Touching her face and shit as she's laying on the ground passing out, basically. She's like losing her fucking shit. She
1: puked, yeah. Didn't and she puke a bug up or whatever? She
0: did. She puked up a fucking yeah. cockroach and
1: or beetle, or beetle or something. like
0: whatever fucking bug it is. And the whole time, like, ugh, like that whole scene in, in its entirety was just creepy and weird. <laughs> because I'm like, what is fucking going on? Like, completely confused, out of left field, don't know what's happening. But it was also really fucking cool at the same time. So I just was like, I'm just going to run with it.
1: There was a lot of sex before that, too.
0: The, it opens with sex. Yeah. This movie opens with Did her and her boyfriend hot? Just in a fucking, Yeah, kind of. I liked her mouth. <laughs> is that weird? I mean. <laughs> I mean, like I like redheads, so like I I'm super into redheads, and she's as redhead as it comes, basically. Right. But okay. like I really liked her mouth, and that was the thing that drew me to her the it's most. Just so like, weird, that you it say is that. weird, but I did I like I like her teeth, and I liked her lips and her mouth, and how okay. her mouth moves when she talks. And so yeah, I didn't think she was hot.
1: They were pretty having some pretty aggressive sex. Yeah, they in the were very indeed, beginning, but that's but,
0: literally yeah. the opening scene is like them fucking in a hotel room, and I'm like, really, this is good. Okay. I mean, it's gonna open with sex again. Great, yeah. <laughs> like it's like yeah. the last movie. So, I'm well, like,
1: Brian Usna does have a lot of sex themes in his movies, a lot,
0: yeah. And this runs throughout the entire movie,
1: right? Yeah, he definitely rides that line. I think there was that one about the dam. I can't even think it was like an H.P. Lovecraft film that he did, something about uh, I can't remember, but they have this big, like, this evil that this town gets washed away by the flood, they build a dam. Um, or something. I don't remember what happens. It gets, the town gets washed away, and then all these people have this big fuck party on top of the dam. <laughs> and they start, there's I mean, either. What's
0: left to do when you don't have a town left? Right. I guess have a giant fuck party. It's
1: like they're either killing everybody or fucking everybody or fucking and killing at the same time. So it's pretty interesting. Go for fucking
0: and killing. <laughs> Simultaneous.
1: <clears throat> He's a very uh, body horror kind of guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, well,
0: this movie is very body horror. Mm hmm. Very much, especially towards the end.
1: One of the things that I noticed, like right off the bat, was those faces that you were talking about in the spaghetti and stuff. Mm-hmm. But there was like when she first goes up this, she's like, "Did you? <gasps> yeah, did you I notice? caught that. Yeah, she's like, going
0: up to the roof, right? Right.
1: There's a little face on the ceiling of the stairs it's where creepy. the where she's walking up to the rooftop to kind of like investigate, and then one on the door after when she goes out yeah, the door on like the roof,
0: because that one looks like a skull.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it's like they add all these. They even had one on a wall later on in the in the in the movie. Mm-hmm. So it was almost like they were trying to insinuate that there's like these faces watching her, like this this nature force, mother nature force, I guess. Yeah, I'm assuming because that's kind of what it seems like with the witchcraft and everything, right? But um, uh, the there there was one scene that that I was thinking about the bookstore later. She gives it Kim tea. And then Kim spills it because it's obviously drugged to fuck her up or somehow. Like, I don't know if it's to fuck her up and knock her out or what. But the woman, uh, FEMA, not the camps, yells at her and makes her pick it up like some fucking child. Yeah, dude. Like, I was like, damn. Because there's like this. Weir- it's really weird because you get this like sense of some sort of lesbian kind of thing Absolutely. going on. Like, it is more than apparent. But then you find out that this woman wants to be her Mom. make her daughter. Yeah. Like what? So why is she trying to fucking like come on to her all the time? It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's
0: very sexualized. And then you find out later on that she's trying to make her become her daughter.
1: Yeah. Well, which we'll get into a little bit more here in a bit. But when she passes out, Kim, these these women are all painting on her naked. <laughs> they like rip her clothes off. And then they put a worm on her stomach and then it like somehow just suddenly is inside of her. And then she pukes out this giant bug, (laughs) which is fucking crazy. And then they cut it cut it in half like immediately, immediately. Fucking Clint Howard's character Ricky goes over to fucking cut it in half and it's like really gory and like nasty and then he like hangs it over her face and it's like dripping all this clear goo onto her it's mouth like
0: straight up like petroleum jelly
1: yeah it made no sense as to what the yeah, fuck was going on it
0: just was weird
1: and that's where they show those couple more faces that yeah. I was talking about on the wall as she's like fucked up mm-hmm. but it's like oddly sexual like i could see younger kids jerking off to this film like i'm not joking like everything is like really is sexual yeah it's very yeah, all hypersexualized of
0: it all of it is it's weird
1: um did you have another scene that, that that kind of stood out for you for a little bit like that that's near there
0: mm, not not that's within the same
1: well then I'm i'll i'll really. tell the one that i think of there's a part where um she's panicking and realizes that these witches are pretty much trying to get her somehow and they don't, she doesn't really know why, but whenever she drinks his tea or whatever, she always feels very comfortable with them and everything. And she's like very flirty and it's, it's really strange. And then Clint Howard's character, who pretty much hasn't been talking this entire time for the most part, he's just stared and been weird. Uh, his character, Ricky comes to her house. Do you remember this? like to get her to get her like they try to kidnap her because she's it's almost like you almost feel like she's about to have a baby yeah and they have to like but really they're just trying to finish this ritual
0: yeah yeah and she she goes home and her her boyfriend's there right some odd fucking reason and he's in her bed like sleeping and she's now completely like taken over by this whole like female empowerment kind of like demon, witchcraft, whatever the fuck it is, right? Right,
1: and that guy's is staying at her house.
0: Yeah, and so she ends up... In this, her boyfriend. This is when it gets weird, because then she's like, yeah, you know, now I'm just gonna fuck this guy. It's gonna be great. And it's like this really strange and uncomfortable situation. And this leads into Clint Howard's character.
1: Having a tussle with her boyfriend.
0: Yeah, well, he just comes into the house... <laughs> and sits down and
1: while they're sits fucking... sits on the edge
0: of the bed and turns the TV on and is watching...
1: One of the fuck, yeah, part four. It's part four. Or no, part three.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, this is part four. Yeah, he's, he's watching Silent Night, Deadly Night, part three on the TV. Right. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? How do you not notice that, first of all? Which, like, kills me.
1: Well, he's really loud about it. He's like,
0: ah, Santa killer. Yeah, he is. He's like, he's not hiding the fact that he's there watching this, like, and they're still, like, fucking oddly. In the background.
1: Well, and it's almost like she's possessed, too, by the way. Yeah. By the daughter of this fucking FEMA chick who wanted to, like, bring her back into her body or something like that. And so, and then he sees him and he's like, what the
0: fuck? Yeah. Who the fuck is this guy? They
1: all freak out and start running around and she locks herself in the bathroom. And then he's, like, having a tussle with this guy, like, with, with Clint Howard. He's like, you need to get out. Mm-hmm. And he's stabbing him with, like, the... He
0: bites his fucking Achilles tendon. That's first. what I was going to
1: say. Yeah, that part was kind of freaky. And I was like,
0: anything yeah. with Achilles tendons, I'm just Right,
1: like, like I always think of, like, evil... I, th- I Host- think it's Evil Evil Dead, where they stab the pencil into the fucking ankle. Yes, uh, excellent.
0: Bleh. And I always think of Hostel.
1: Right, oh, yeah, okay. Well... <laughs>
0: Like, but oh, that whole oh. scene is
1: really weird because like he's talking to them. He's like, calm down, man. Yeah. Everything's fine. I need to take her back. And then he just snaps. Like everything's like normal. Like he's just acting like, what are you doing? Like I'm trying yeah, to take her back. are bag. you mad? Yeah. yeah. Like this is part of the plan, dude. And everybody doesn't know what the plan is except for him. Mm-hmm. So it's like really kind it's of a
0: weird disconnection.
1: Right. But even before that, like when before he was even in that situation, there was that scene where I thought it was really cool. Do you remember where she's on the roof and she sees Clint Howard and he pulls like this weird slug?
0: Oh, yeah, out of the vent. The vent, whatever. yeah, mm-hmm. like the air
1: vent or whatever for like uh, maybe a kitchen He's or got something. Ants
0: and shit crawling all over him, right? And they yeah. all
1: have ants crawling all over their fucking body and face and shit, like it's normal. It was weird. <laughs> and she, he pulls this like weird slug, fucking Which roach, is what
0: ends up going inside of her later. I was like, what the
1: fuck is going on? This movie's weird, man. That's mm-hmm. a fucking trip. But yeah, like, I don't know. There's just so many, like, weird, like, I wouldn't say that they're, like, amazing scenes or anything, but they're definitely interesting.
0: Oh, yeah. They're all, like, they're all very interesting, standalone kind of moments.
1: Yeah. Um, It pushes the story along, whatever it is.
0: It really does. And then, like, while it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense and it's kind of an asinine fucking story, to be honest, it's just kind of stupid. Right. It's done well. And it looks cool, and it's intriguing, fleshy, and enticing. And they thought about what they were doing, and they made sure that creatively it looked fucking cool. And
1: well, it's definitely a very special effects-driven thing.
0: Yeah, and it brought you in enough. It's like a creature film. Yeah, as, like it really is. And the creature work in here is pretty decent. And it's it's a cool fucking movie. Like, and those scenes on their own, like just from the middle to the end, are just really, really well done, and yeah. they're thought out. And they bring you into the movie, and you almost don't really care that it's a fat bastard fucking child of this <laughs> franchise. Like you just you don't care.
1: And I don't think yeah, Which it's is where
0: season of the witch goes on. It's up
1: there. I won't say where it's at I till the <laughs> Not end. Just but yet. yeah. there was that one scene though that also um Kim goes home for from dinner. From her uh, boy for her per- boyfriend's parents because she's like, I want to meet your parents like in the very beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then she sits down with that one guy and I can't think of his name. He's like... The dad. The dad is so memorable from other movies that I've seen.
0: Yeah, he's such a piece of I shit. I forget
1: what movie he was in and I, I just, I forgot to like... Write it down. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know. She sees a giant bug crawling around there too and she that's when she starts... Well, yeah, she sees the giant bug and pukes right after that night, right?
0: I think it was before that. She goes That's home before that because she leave. She answers the phone after oh, okay. she's seen this, like, and then when she gets home is when she gets. I'm pretty sure. Okay, could be wrong with my timeline, but after she spills her spaghetti and shit is when she answers the phone. She's like, "What."
1: No, I'm talking about, like, there. oh, maybe you're right. I thought it was that night, the same night that she she goes, oh, you're right. When she
0: goes home from there.
1: She goes from there to him Mm -hmm. to go to the parents. Okay, Mm -hmm. gotcha, okay. What about any other scene that you think uh, sticks out? I mean, there's so many, but...
0: Well, I mean, I love... It's like the weird scene that they, that like a the, this is the initiation scene, quite right, honestly. Okay. Like to me, like Clint Howard has this weird, uh, like <sniffs> mask on dildo like a, face. Yeah, he has a weird Mardi Gras mask, but it's got a big fucking dildo for her nose. Right. And I was like, he's gonna fuck her with it.
1: It's almost like one of those comical kind of, um, if you've ever seen some of the Japanese artwork where they yes. have those really long noses. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Or if you've ever watched of. the cult from American Horror Story. Yeah. And that dude, he like the main guy has like three noses hanging off or whatever. Yes. Yeah. And
0: like I literally thought he was gonna fuck her with it. And I was like, interesting. But he doesn't. <laughs> He just that has sex with her normally. Starts
1: railing her with a fucking dick with nose. With the fucking dick
0: nose, but no, he just fucks her normally, I guess, sort of. <laughs> and it's just weird and uncomfortable. That, like, that was that seems really weird gross. And uncomfortable,
1: yeah. And
0: but after that,
1: because you see him probably more naked than I've ever seen Clint Howard. Yeah. Almost like, oh, his oh, asshole, hairy. like show it, like it, <laughs> like oh, this one makes you look sad. Kind of like shot of his butthole.
0: Yeah. Aww.
1: Like I don't know. You see his ass a little bit and his hairy back oh, and shit. He's
0: very hairy. <laughs> um, but so after this whole thing's done, she, they like leave her there, pretty much like in whatever wherever the fuck they are, and she starts like hallucinating. I'm assuming, and she gives birth to this like supposedly looks like this weird creature, but then all of a sudden her legs are like they become this one long entity, so like now she's like this, almost like
1: a mermaid like, or a something?
0: mermaid worm creature. Right. And then uh, she's covered in just shit, so like all this stuff is like all over her, and she's trying to like waddle around like this room, and she starts seeing like her boyfriend that's Dead now because Clint Howard's character killed him, hanging from hooks in his chest. Right, it's very Hellraiser esque. Like this whole like scene, you think it's very like Hellraiser esque to me. Like, well, and you forgot to mention and, that
1: they're rubbing all that weird worm shit, yeah, all, all y- over Clint Howard, all over him and yeah, her. They're, yeah. they're
0: they're covered in it. Like it's like a lubricant or it's some really shit. It's weird. super weird. And then all this, so all of a sudden now she's got this mermaid type like her legs are fused together and it's super strange and her body just looks crazy. Her and fingers
1: were all moving all weird and her are hands are locking like together. Rubbery.
0: Yeah. And locking together. It's super strange. That's and that's
1: the mad George. Effect. Oh yeah it's, yeah. it's
0: really fucking cool though. And then all of a sudden it's like fast forwards to the next morning and she's sitting there and she's shed. Her legs are like shed so she's got this dead skin Which around. A cool effect. Her legs and her legs are just normal human legs and she's just sitting there naked and now she's in the butcher shop of the Asian guy, the Asian butcher that she was asking questions to in the beginning.
1: Right, well even Clint Howard's character Ricky was like, "We're going to do it in here?"
0: Yeah, it's super weird. When
1: they were doing the ritual, he was like, "We're doing into it in another here? place." Right.
0: You know, within that moment when they're fucking hallucinating his shit, like it's in a whole another place. It's
1: pretty surreal.
0: It is really surreal. Like, it's completely fucking batshit crazy, and I loved it. Like, I loved every minute of that. I was well, like, what the fuck is and, happening? And
1: all the guys that uh, are surrounded by these witches or whatever very subservient. Yes. Like, very. Like, even the butcher guy who was talking to Kim earlier in the movie, he was like, yeah, they're all... Do you think she was a whore that jumped off the roof? Yeah. Uh, which is weird, because he knew about it. It was like, You gotta go now, you go now. It was like real stereotypical yeah. Asian dude.
0: Yeah, absolutely
1: stereotypical. <laughs> it was a different time.
0: Yeah, it was it was interesting. And then from there then now they have to kill a child to complete the ritual or what the fuck ever like it, then it gets a little strange but
1: well then there there's another part where like sh- doesn't she like oh they're um that's right they go back on the roof because the witches tell her that she needs to bring and, like none of this makes sense by the Lani, way
0: which is her yeah, boyfriend's her boyfriend's
1: brother. brother who's this like little kid that she connected with at her parents at his parents house for christmas and uh she does it because if she doesn't, she's gonna end up like the girl in the very Catching beginning. On fire, yeah. Who just so happens, spoiler, spoiler alert, be FEMA's daughter, who refused to kill a child, so she jumped off the roof and caught fire as she was jumping and died, and her legs were all melty fucking ash piles.
0: Yeah, from like waist down.
1: Yeah. So but the during this thing, she 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 tries to not do it. And she catches fire and her legs start popping with flames and shit as she's standing in the shower, which was kind of a cool effect. Cool. I was like, wow. And like, she's wearing like uh, leg, not like leggings, pantyhose. pantyhose. And you could see the flames like popping over the fuck uh, like through the fucking pantyhose and through her leg. So it was like kind of a cool effect. And then, of course, Clint Howard crawls in the window and it's like, oh, all you have to do is just not, you know, listen to her. Just listen to her. Just do what she says. Do what she says and it'll go away. And then so she's like, okay, fine. So she goes and kidnaps the fucking kid by telling him that her his brother's out in the fucking van who was supposed to show up, but he's been dead mm-hmm. for a day or two. And she kid, they kidnap the fucking kid, and they take him to the roof, and they're gonna do this fucking ritual. And FEMA's like trying to get fucking Kim to fucking kill him, and she stabs the knife into FEMA's stomach as she's going down to kill the kid because FEMA's like holding Kim's hand to make her kill it, mm-hmm. kill the ki- kill it, got him basically, yeah, and. And then I think she pulls the knife out. Doesn't she fucking stab? Oh, that's what it was. FEMA pulls the knife out of herself and is all pissed off. And she's like, You've, you know, this is the witch's wrath. And like, even Ricky, like, tries to protect Kim at this point. He's like, No, don't kill her. You know, and then so then FEMA just guts him, like puts like a foot fucking gap in his fucking it stomach.
0: him, basically right.
1: And then he falls back and all these weird bugs start crawling all over him. All those weird slug like roaches. Yeah, they're all
0: eating him and shit. It's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. <laughs> well, I was like, all right. But then like
1: then Kim's hands all start squiggling again, like like weird, like Spaghetti noodle, fucking live, live action spaghetti. I don't know what the fuck you want to call it. <laughs> and they form a knife, which then catches fire, <laughs> and she stabs the head FEMA witch in the gut, in the stomach, and she catches fire and falls to her death off the building, just like her daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and well, that's I'm like, how it ends. like <laughs> what?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a
1: lot. There is no, like, no explanation as to why they're doing these rituals, other than the fact that she's trying to bring her daughter back, and she thinks that when they do the first ritual, where fucking Ricky, Clint Howard's character is railing fucking Kim with all this weird, gross guts all over him, like, clear. Yeah. It's pretty much just lube, like it's, you said. Yeah, it's,
0: it's like just, yeah, it's just petroleum jelly.
1: But it, uh, I don't know. It's just it's just so weird, man. Like, I don't know how to explain other than this. No, it's
0: it's a mental fuck fest is basically what this movie is. It's completely strange and ridiculous, but also awesome. But I
1: guess they killed the kid Witch so she didn't burn up alive. Yeah. But she still might be her daughter.
0: Yeah, who knows? Now Which she's is really like, weird. Rescued everybody else that was under this witch's power, so now she's the head witch, I guess, because she killed the head witch. Who fucking knows what's going on? Because <laughs> they, they don't explain it any further at this point. So it's just over.
1: It's one of those movies, guys, that you just have to watch. And and like, if you're listening past here, it's it's an older movie, so it's not like a big deal. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's worth a watch. And I think so. and literally, you could watch this out of order. It doesn't matter. And it would just be whatever, because there's no tie together whatsoever with it. Other than the fact, like we said, the name is Ricky and that's it. They yep. don't even explain that. Nope. But there is another movie where they do something similar eh. and take a different turn. But it is a little bit more Christmas themed, I would think. However, hmm.
0: the killer Santa returns.
1: <coughs> right. Okay. Finally. So, Brittany's going to talk about the second movie, which is...
0: Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toymaker, which came out in 1991. The Killer Santa returns. (laughs) Sort of.
1: (laughs) More than than the past three? More
0: than the past three. Yeah, Yeah, literally. (laughs) Since number two, now we finally have a Killer Santa. Yeah,
1: there you go. The
0: story goes a little something like this. A young boy sees his father killed by a toy that was anonymously delivered to his house. After that, he's too traumatized to speak, and his mother must deal with both him and the loss of her husband. Meanwhile, a toy maker named Joe Petto builds some suspicious-looking toys, and a mysterious man creeps around both the toy store and the boy's house. But who's responsible for the killer toys? Dun-dun-dun!
1: Ah, such a deep story.
0: Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. (laughs) This movie was directed by Martin Catroser, who... Did movies such as Man of Her Dreams Daddy's Girl and Living in Fear it was also written by Martin Ketroser who also wrote Friday the 13th Part 3 fi- hmm. Friday the 13th Final Chapter
1: that one wasn't a bad one either
0: Friday the 13th A New Beginning okay and also Brian Usna who wrote Bride of Reanimator mm-hmm. <laughs> Silent Night Deadly Night 4 Initiation and Takut Faces of Fear never heard of that one I haven't actually. either yeah um it stars William Thorne, who plays Derek, who was in this movie, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey and Demonic Toys. And that is
1: it. That kid. It's the kid in this movie who plays Derek, right? Yes. He is the kid in uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, which where they go back as children in this dreamlike state in hell. And he's like, bogus. Yeah. (laughs) And I remember that, dude. I was like, he's only been in three movies. So it's like, that's it. It's weird, yeah. yeah. It is weird. He doesn't even really talk in this movie at all.
0: No, yeah, because he's like mute, nah, essentially. Stupid. Um, it also has Jane Higginson who plays Sarah Quinn. She was in Slaughterhouse, The Devil Wears White. The silencers and a couple other movies, and Mouse and I were fucking like racking our damn brains because she looks so familiar. And Mouse was like, "I think she's in a um a Nightmare on Elm Street movie." Which character does she play? Sarah Quinn, the mom.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, and no, she does look familiar. She yeah. does,
0: and I think it's we determined that it's because she looks very similar to uh, Felissa Rose.
1: Maybe uh, not for me.
0: That's to, uh, like that's the only thing that we could make a connection because he thought she was in a um. Nightmare and Street movie. She's like, I think she's she in looks four.
1: really familiar. Like, I think
0: she's in four, and I'm like, she's not in that movie. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's where we came to the she looks kinda like Felicity Rose, like an adult version a little bit. It also has Mickey Rooney, who plays Joe Petto.
1: Right. Which is so crazy. Has
0: yeah. Who has been acting since nineteen twenty six. Right. He's uh died, I believe, in two thousand and fourteen. Hmm. Um he was in Twenty Four Hours to Kill, Killing Midnight. Breakfast at Tiffany's.
1: Right. That Night was a at, big one.
0: Oh, yeah. Night at the Museum, The Voices from Beyond, The Woods, and the 2017 Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. It also has Tracy Frame, who plays Noah. He was in a movie called Fear. He was in Wanderlust. No Tomorrow. A movie called Guns Before Butter, which I just, I need to know. What this I don't is know. About. Butter's
1: pretty important. Um, <laughs>
0: and Beverly Hills, 90210. <laughs> <laughs> it also has Brian Bremer who plays Pino, who is Pino. from... Pumpkinhead. Ah, okay. Spontaneous combustion. Ah,
1: that's where I recognized him.
0: And good neighbor.
1: They just put that out on Blu-ray, by the way. Spontaneous combustion.
0: Yeah, I couldn't like. I have it on VHS. I, I don't know what if it's that or Pumpkinhead's where I like see him from, but I was like, he's so f- familiar to me. Yeah, like, the he's entire weirdo. Time. This. Yeah, it uh, also has Van Quattro who plays Tom Quinn. He's only in it for the first like five minutes of the movie. Right. Um, he was in End of Days. Fight Club, Biohazard, Patient Zero, and a handful of other movies.
1: I haven't seen that one yet. Patient Zero.
0: Um, And it also has Neith Hunter returning right. as Kim. Clint Howard returning as Ricky.
1: Like, what the fuck?
0: And Conan Usna, son of Brian, Brian Usna, mm-hmm. returning as Lonnie.
1: Nice. Yeah, it's so weird, right?
0: It is weird, because they're basically playing the same fucking characters, yet they don't actually confirm if they're the same characters, and ideally, they shouldn't be, considering Clint Howard's obviously dead.
1: Yeah, I think they just wanted to connect each one of them to each other for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, it was
0: the weirdest, like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, when she walked in, like, Kim's character, like, I was like, what the fuck? Because she's like, (laughs) Sarah's, like, best friend or whatever, a neighbor. And I was like, I don't, I don't get it. And then like the Santa store, and then you the Santa's at the mall, and then it's Clinton Howard, and I'm like, I don't I don't get it. Because his <laughs> name's still Ricky, and I'm like, I don't I don't understand. And then Lonnie is her adopted son, Kim's adopted son, and I'm like, Is that the same oh, that's right. fucking the, the kid, the kid from the fourth one?
1: I don't remember. Yeah. And it is. It it's is the exact
0: same kid. Brian I- using his son.
1: Okay. Or so interesting? Oh, uh, okay. Because at first I thought Derek was the same kid. Mm-mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Okay, anyway. Yes. Um,
0: what did you think of this movie?
1: <laughs> um, you know, it's not the worst in the franchise, um, surprisingly. Um, but, you know, we, I think you guys probably know where that one lands for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's actually a really okay movie. It is totally 90s to a T. It reminds me of Full Moon movies in a lot of ways because it's just like, first of all, you have killer toys.
0: It's like Puppet Master. Yeah, it's, it's it's yeah. like
1: Puppet Master. And that kid is in uh, uh, Demonic Toys. Yep. So, pfft, I mean... It's like
0: Puppet Master and Demonic Toys. Got together, and well, made like, a Christmas movie like
1: the real jank version of fucking demonic yeah, toys. Yeah, so it's the
0: Walmart version.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's like the Walgreens version of fucking toys. Like I don't know how to explain it. Like,
0: well, Walgreens is more expensive than Walmart, so right. we'll go with Walmart. So it's the dollar store version. Right?
1: Okay. Yeah, it's the dollar
0: store, ninety nine cent, Dollar General version of demonic toys and puppet master. Well,
1: it's 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 surprisingly more interesting than a lot of films. Um, it is. It is what it is. It is. It is kind of bad. It's also kind of f- funny and just batshit crazy. Yeah. By the end, you're just like, okay, <laughs> well, they derailed it, and I didn't think that they could go any weirder than part four. But maybe well, I was did. wrong. Yeah, they did. They. It's like they. It's like they. They switched the track, so like it went off track. They, they derailed in some steady fashion where it is actually going down the fucking, you know, side of the fucking, you know, off the railroad. And it was actually still soaring. It was actually OK. Then they go back across the other tracks and it's weaving all over the place. So it's a, it's a little uh, weird. And some of the deaths were kind of stupid. Uh, but the toys were kind of interesting to see. I always find it interesting. They made it work. They used movie magic to make the whole fucking shit work. Uh, some of the funny, there were some funny lines in it. Ricky, uh, Mickey Roar, or what's his name? Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney was actually pretty cool. Um, He wasn't amazing in this. He just seems like a weird, sweaty old guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like he what he's going to be remembered for. Uh, but it was nice to see some familiar faces, which, you know, surprisingly, these straight-to-video movies actually had more people that were famous than any of the uh, the ones that weren't straight to video. Yeah. All the first two were pretty much unknown people. So it's it's kinda I don't know, it's just kinda interesting. Um I don't know. I, I think this is a, a decent one to watch. It's it's not a movie that you're gonna be like, oh I gotta watch this every year. But it's definitely if you <laughs> in the brood of fucking the franchise, it is definitely not the shittiest stone it's in the bunch. The yeah. Like it is the more polished turd of the bunch. Uh, and it's definitely more tolerable, but the, the story is just kind of ridiculous and there's some fucking funny things that I need to talk about in, in this movie, but you don't, it's for some reason you don't take it too seriously and you don't really care right I don't know why I just didn't it didn't bother me but I guess you know after going through three and then what the fuck four and seeing five I was like (laughs)
0: whatever anything goes yeah (laughs) this is fine everything's fine the house is burning around me and I don't care
1: I will say that they really should try I know that they made the remake of you know Silent Night Mm -hmm. which isn't horrible
0: 2012
1: it's better than any of the other movies that are in the franchise (laughs) other than the first one uh so i mean there's something to be said about that like i didn't think it was as good as the first one but
0: yeah but it's pretty solid i,
1: I really just feel like they i don't want to say that they need to reboot or retcon i know i said that earlier in last week's episode but like i feel like they could they could really reboot this whole fucking franchise in a way that would be like interesting you know yeah. they could at the very least make it moderately interesting uh, to go back and do it but uh, why why the the scary the thing i don't understand about this franchise is why the fuck can we not just have santa claus killing people yep. why does it got to be some weird fucked up story like they wanted to do season of the witch you know like mm-hmm. it's obvious that they wanted to do the same thing it was a christmas story that they wanted to make a twist on for this one
0: it's almost like they were too afraid of reprising all of the problems that they had with the first movie and the controversy that they received with the first movie so they tried to maintain you think i feel like that's that's how it feels to me is because they i just they feel like they weren't the good enough writers they, that too but they tried to keep the franchise alive but without fucking pissing everybody off at the same time.
1: I think you know I think I mean? anybody that was a fan of the first one lost any interest after the second one.
0: No, I completely agree. And but I think the
1: only reason that they watched the rest of them, not that they're all bad, is because they just wanted to see a movie, pretty much.
0: Yeah, or they have a podcast. <laughs>
1: yeah, right? <laughs> well, I haven't seen these since, like, you know, the 90s, mm-hmm. so... Like I'm pretty sure I watched all these. I can't remember. They're pretty forgettable. I would assume if I was younger, yeah, I'd you know. Seen I mean? The
0: first one and had no idea. I remember. I remember. Movies. I remember
1: this one as a kid because I was like, "Oh, cool, demonic toys!" Like, you know, like, "Oh, this is kind of fun." I remember
0: the poster from this one,
1: right? Because they had all the like stuffed animals behind him. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: I just remember seeing it. It's at an the, interesting at cover. The video Store, right? Yeah.
1: And, and if you're a kid, you see that, you're like, "Oh, I'm a kid, and there's weird creatures." him. yeah. So anyway, I just I feel like they that this this franchise or maybe someone just needs to make a better Santa killer movie at this point where, you know, like because if you look at like the Friday the 13th franchise, he came back so many different ways. You didn't need to explain it. It didn't need to be this drama. They like tried to turn it into a more of a psychological drama. With, like, the second one. Mm-hmm. And, and like, yeah, the first one was like that. But you could have made it supernatural and just been all fucking crazy. I know some of you guys are going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? But, like, seriously, anything to stay on track, they could have built some weird story all the way up to five. Right. Out of all the fucking franchises that have been made in horror... This is the only one that doesn't make any sense and it's the only one in fucking in in holiday horror that that is this many. Like it just it just blows me away. Yeah. I'm not trying to say that because I didn't like this movie by the way. I did like this movie.
0: You know what they should do with a killer Santa hmm. in American Horror Story Asylum. Ian McShane plays a psychotic killer Santa. Okay. One of the greatest fucking characters he's ever played. Okay. To be honest, they should make a fucking movie about that because he was psychotic and fucked up and deranged and violent. And it was crazy. Okay. And I'm like, that's the kind of movie that's going to fucking piss people off. Like, do that shit. But when
1: you kill all all the characters off, you know what I mean? It's hard to go. I understand what they were thinking, but and that's why they're like, well, we'll just use the name, you know?
0: Yeah, and his brother for the second one. But then it's like...
1: I almost feel I it was like like they had, like copyright issues. They just wanted to use the name because they had it, so they had to use it before anybody else used it.
0: Well, and these are all were so rushed. Like if you think about it, like they came out all within the same in within a year after the first after the, each. Like it was literally like every year. Yeah. Until ninety one, and it's just why.
1: Oh, and you can tell with this one, they really rushed they it just, towards they rushed the end. Rushed all of
0: them, like completely. like it wasn't.
1: It wasn't. It was kind of it flowed, and but it was like. It just reminded me of like, you know, like just shoot it. You know what I mean? Like just, make just a picture, make your picture, make your picture film, just make your picture film. And, and it's so out there that it's kind of interesting that do way. The, do the thing. What? Just do, do the, the fucking thing. Just do make the fucking your fucking thing. picture film. Get it out there. We'll put it on the street. People love Silent Night, Deadly Night. We'll just fucking rip this shit off and do whatever the fuck we can. Uh, um, if if you guys have been paying attention, you'll probably figure out what my order is, but.
0: I'm going to. I have a little bit of trivia on this, not a whole lot. I want to know can I guess this like right off the bat? But okay. any idea of, like regarding the naming? For Joe Petto and oh, Geppetto,
1: son. obviously, Pinocchio,
0: yeah, Geppetto and Pinocchio, like quite, yeah, Pino, Geppetto, of the
1: 1883
0: novel Pinocchio, like yeah. that those were the character names. And I was instantly like, to me, at first, small Petto, like, oh, he's it was like they're
1: great. they were like laying breadcrumbs yeah, out, yeah,
0: toymaker pedophile, that's where my brain went instantly. And then I was like, oh, they're trying as soon as I met the son Pino, and I was like, oh, they're doing a Geppetto and Pinocchio and well, he was so especially towards the end. It really makes sense. Right. And I'm like, wow. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, I have a piece, just a tiny piece. Um, There was a silent night, deadly night six, by the way, it's called Santa's watching. Shut up. Santa's watching. Santa's waiting. La, la, la. Anyway, (laughs) Um, it was actually put out in 2010, but it was actually just a fan film. Oh, but you can actually find this online on YouTube, and they use, they even use footage from the first film. I watched just I like kind of skipped through it just to kind of like check it out. But yeah, it's 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 totally a fan film. Yeah, and like the sense like, hey dad, can I borrow your camera? Shoot yeah, a I'm gonna I'm shoot a picture film. All right, go P- ahead, son. Be famous. Do the thing. Do your thing. It's hilarious. So it totally it, it I don't know. I just thought. For those of you who really want to go down the rabbit hole, grab the shotgun and paint the walls. This is probably the best the best piece of cinema you <laughs> I haven't seen it so I can't judge it but
0: um Yeah, that's I did not know that. So that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> like I kind of want to watch it now and see how terrible it is. Um, this this movie actually was released on DVD on December 1st of 2009 by Lionsgate. Mm-hmm. Uh they released it in a box set with Silent Night, Deadly Night 3, Better Watch Out, and 4, Initiation. Mm-hmm. The DVD set is now out of print and has been for quite some time. Right. And unlike the third film, this sequel and the fourth film have e- not ever been re-released on DVD still as of yet. Right. So it's like good luck finding it if you can well, anywhere and other just, than like seeing it. I'm surprised that Stars had all of these movies, to be yeah, honest. Yeah,
1: which by the way, guys, these are all in HD. These are uh, like the three, four, and five are all in HD on mm-hmm. stars. They have the stupid watermark, you know, from yeah. stars, <laughs> which was kind of annoying, but whatever. I was like, whatever. These aren't like fucking, it's not like the Mona Lisa. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like honestly, these are in eight, 1080p. So you can literally, literally watch them quality. for $8.99 on fucking stars. So if you haven't seen these and you want to watch them just to see why we're freaking out about stuff, yeah, then there you go.
0: Get the app for one month and watch them.
1: Yeah, I use we use the Amazon Prime app, mm-hmm. which you can like you know rent channels pretty much for their VOD service. But anyway,
0: yeah, um, the building that they used for the external shots for Sarah's workplace is actually the headquarters of the now defunct Live Home Video, which was the company that originally released this movie on VHS.
1: Okay. Which
0: is fun. Last little bit that I had, which is the most interesting thing that I thought, uh, Mickey Rooney was originally a huge protester against the original Silent Night, Deadly Night. Really? He actually wrote a letter to them stating that the scum who made this movie should be run out of town for having sullied the sacredness of Christmas. Yet he co-stars in the fifth installment of the series.
1: Yeah, that is weird.
0: Which it's it's very like well known that he protested this. The well, a first lot of movie. people did, and they yeah they absolutely, but that's why I'm like wow what a fucking hypocrite like you're gonna protest the shit out of this movie and then you're first like, they take oh. Christmas now they're trying to take football the foot- what the hell's going on here people <laughs> but I thought I thought that was interesting <laughs> and then the, how un- to me I was so unnerved by a fucking angry violent. Mickey Rooney. I was like, I don't like this at all. It is a little
1: weird. It's a like little it off putting. He's just an
0: old sweaty man and it's weird. And I don't
1: it... There's a part that I want to get into, I'll mention towards when we get to that, but that that I don't think it was him in the movie. <laughs> You'll see At the end? Yeah. Yeah, I agree.
0: It wasn't. I it don't was think weird. it was
1: him. It, it was, was really not, weird. It
0: wasn't him at all. It was a completely different <laughs> actor. <laughs> That's what I thought, yeah. And I was like, uh, you can't play dead or what? Like I don't, I don't get what's he probably, happening. He probably
1: they probably just added in the scene. He thought it was ridiculous so, and too. was like, I'm not gonna I'm fucking not do fucking
0: this. Doing yeah. Like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all mad, angry Rooney.
1: Do you have anything else? No. Oh, okay.
0: I didn't have a lot of trivia for this and I couldn't really find a whole lot of anything. All I was right. hoping to find an interview with Mickey Rooney, but I couldn't.
1: So let's jump into some of the spoiler section here. So Dad in the very beginning of the movie is like freaking out because Derek is downstairs, like kinda like opening packages and then he uh opens and opens the front door and is just kinda like staring out it and stuff. And his dad's like screaming at him and shaking him. He's like, I told you not to fucking go out that door. You don't know what kind of stranger's out there. I told you. It's like, calm down, Dad. Jesus Christ. It's like fucking Christmas. Like, at least try. I mean, I'm not saying, like, you know, but it just seemed a bit much. Did mm-hmm. it not? Okay. <laughs> it
0: did.
1: But, you know, he meets his end anyway. So, you know, or rather the end of a fire poker, which goes through the side of his eye.
0: And somehow kills him.
1: Yeah. I was like, he could probably live through that.
0: He'll just be blind in that eye. Yeah. But okay then.
1: Yeah, whatever. <laughs> For the sake of the movie, what about you? Did you have anything little after that, or?
0: Well, a scene that I thought was funny, okay, to me was Larry the Larva. Oh yeah, I love the toy by the way, which obviously is a prop from the fourth one that they stuck some googly eyes on, <laughs> yeah. or some shit. It's fucking ridiculous. Noah's character, which we don't know who he is, he's just some like random person that's buying toys from the store, but he's also really creepy because he's trying to get really close to like Sarah and uh derek yeah you
1: don't even find out that his name is noah until like way <clears> later left.
0: like the middle of the movie and so he's staying at this hotel and he bought all these toys and he's like tinkering with them so it makes you kind of think like he's making these fucked up toys or something like yeah. that right? and the the hotel manager like knocks on the door and is like your credit's no good you're out of here blah, blah blah
1: i run a real business and i run a real
0: bit i run a legit business here or some shit and he's like you know do you have a kid and he's like yeah, but what the, what the fuck's that matter to you? It's like, I'll make it worth your while. I'll give you a toy, nice toy for your kid. If you'll, like, let me stay, I'll let me pay you tomorrow or whatever, right? He gives him the fucking Larry the Larva right. toy, and I'm like, first of all, I would have thrown that fucking shit right back at you and been like, what the fuck is this? Are you kidding me? out of all the toys right, well, well, they are up in that fucking room like first of all I think he has the fucking car from Ghostbusters in there that he's fucking with and He's like, like I
1: got cash Can I, if I have uh, what about cash and he's like oh I like cash mm-hmm. and then he's like well I can't I'll, good I'll, I'll pay to you tomorrow, tomorrow yeah. and then he slams the door to, and he's like excuse me no you have to leave now if you don't do that yes. I give you a toy and then he's like
0: yeah, eh, well, this is fine. I'll take. Well, this, this
1: might this be a good idea. Better be
0: good. And yeah, that's, that's what he says. Yeah, this better be good. And then he just like, yeah, it's the best. And then he slams the door. No,
1: he says. Like, he says. Oh yeah,
0: it's to die for.
1: Yeah, it's to die for. Like you murderous motherfucker.
0: Yeah, but which he plays does-
1: into something later on that we'll talk about that just blew me away, and I was like, what? Yeah, it wasn't even like an interesting twist. It was just like, wait, what? Like that doesn't make any sense whatsoever.
0: Yeah. Good times.
1: But the cool thing is, is that then the, the the fucking guy goes, the hotel manager drives home to give his kid the toy. And all of a sudden, the toy breaks out of its case and is like crawling around his car. And he's like, "Ah, oh, what the hell? It must be broken. And, and then it crawls in his fucking mouth. And it's not even gory, really. And then all of a sudden you see it like his eye sink in. And then it crawls out of his eye. It was awesome. It was kind of cool. It was was really shitty looking. It's like that
0: moment. I was like, this movie's great. (laughs) (laughs) This movie's fucking great. Yeah, it
1: it was better than three.
0: (laughs) I was just like, I'm in. I'm so into this. Like, I don't even care what direction it went from that point. I was like, this is so dumb. And it kind of like reminds me of in Greasy Strangler where like he punches in the dude's face and it's just like cartoon. Right. It is really, yeah.
1: It is kind of like that.
0: So great. I loved it. It was comical and silly and stupid, but
1: You mentioned excellent. Noah, too, by the way, which he's like, I call him the stranger in my yeah, notes because I didn't too. know what to name him at first. Yeah. Uh, but um, he's like a Santa, right? Working with Clint Howard's character, Ricky. And they're like fucking, he's like the worst fucking goddamn Santa ever. Like, I'm like, okay, look, really, you're going to work a fucking job as a Santa and just hate every second of it the whole time you're there. You're just going to make your life miserable by making yourself miserable the whole fucking time. Mm-hmm. He's, like, not interested or not even seen. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. I'm like, what the fuck? Why is this guy a fucking Santa? Yeah. Do they have no process in order to fucking see who's a Santa and who will act for them. Like, really? <laughs> anyway, so the funny thing is, is that he's, like, brooding sitting there with some other kid on his chest. And then he's like staring at Derek. So you're like kind of wondering, like, what the fuck is going on? Is he a pedophile? Yeah, like they're <laughs> they're really trying to play the card of, oh, is he the killer? Yeah. Is he the reason why all these bad things are happening? Because he just killed the motel manager, so he must be the killer. Yeah,
0: that's exactly but, what they're but doing. But
1: I didn't believe it for a second. Like I never did. I was like, he must be like his father or something.
0: I I thought he was his dad. Yeah, from the that's beginning.
1: exactly what I thought too. So, but then finally Derek gets put on his lap. And then he's like, don't go. No, don't go. And they're like grabbing him. And she doesn't know who he is. And the poor kid's been through so fucking much. It's like, really? You're going to put your kid through this. This is your son that you find out later. And you're going to put your kid through this.
0: Yeah. What the fuck? Sense. It has
1: no sense. It makes no sense. There's no nuance whatsoever. It's just this scene is this. And this scene is this. There's no blending mm-hmm. whatsoever.
0: Yeah. They're like their own individual like scenes. One after <laughs> one right after another.
1: What about anything that it was that was silly or stupid that stuck out to I you? Mean,
0: like most of it was. I keep to saying be honest, stuck,
1: but stood out for you.
0: Yeah, I mean, most of this movie is just silly and stupid. But
1: Pino was kind of silly in Pino this was movie. Ridiculous. He's really fucking weird, all creeping around their house and shit.
0: Yeah, I love when he pops out of the closet though. The shit right, you laugh. I was like just takes <laughs> off running
1: he's like looking what at bras fuck? and toys in the kids room and he all pops out when Kim tells them you know like when the Kim ma, uh, Sarah. the Sarah, no 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 Kim her neighbor the red haired chick that was from
0: mm-hmm.
1: part 4 she comes over and she's like where's uh there was
0: someone moving around in your house oh yeah yeah
1: and she was like wait what and then she she's like Derek's with something. you right and I'm like well you're standing right next to her but
0: obviously not bitch
1: <laughs> duh But, yeah, he pops out all stupid.
0: So fucking funny. (laughs) The scene that I really actually enjoyed the most was when the toys attack the babysitter and her boyfriend.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah.
0: That are fucking in the kid's bed, which is disgusting. Dude, that whole fucking
1: scene is weird. That whole
0: scene is weird. Like, they put the kid to bed in the mom's room, and she, this babysitter and her boyfriend go to fuck in the kid's bed. Joe, pedo, the fucking, you know, toy owner, he's dressed as Santa, breaks into the house and, like, drops off all these, like, fucked up toys that you now know he makes. Right. And he's this, like, demonic toy maker or whatever.
1: Yeah, he just walks in for no reason to kill the neighbors. To kill the, yeah, it's
0: super fucking strange. He drops the shit off and then this, this glorious scene commences from there where, like, all of these fucking toys start attacking them. It starts with a fucking toy hand, like, just a severed hand It's like, Touching the dude in his butt, and he like he's all it's like, into Ooh, it. I like that. It's really fucking funny. And then it like <laughs> crawls its way up and starts choking him. No, no, no! It
1: grabs her boob and it then grabs, it, like, yeah, it, gets, it's it like, grows up. It's in like her they're all three having a threesome with this hand.
0: Yeah, and then they don't it's really know. Weird. And it's super strange. And then all of a sudden, it starts choking him. And then they. The toys somehow tie her hands together behind him, so she can't get free. And then
1: the snake.
0: Yeah, the snake. And then she gets she gets shot in the chest with a fucking <laughs> tank. Yeah. And at first, I'm like, how would she survive that? Because it looks like it's brutal as fuck. Like it's blew her fucking chest open.
1: You know, it reminds me of the, of the a movie. Sudden, extra. She's like
0: she's just normal. Like she's fine. Like mm-hmm. she just keeps going. And I'm like, it looked like her whole chest just got shot out. And now she's just like, oh, it's no big deal, right? The dude's getting attacked by other shit and then all of a sudden this like airplane thing pops out a knife from the front of it and then spikes that are all over it and it attacks him and just like jumps on his chest attaches itself to his chest and is like kind of stabbing him in the neck at the same time but then these circular saws pop out of the side of it and start coming in to cut him on the sides of his neck Yeah, and he's just in his tidy whities and just all of a sudden covered in fucking blood (laughs) meanwhile this girl is getting shot at by toy soldiers and this cannon like this fucking tank thing and then this weird like creature with these big teeth it's like a strange looking i don't know like what a, it is
1: looks like a um they used to have these uh mad balls yeah kind of looks like a mad ball or like those um they used to have a, a magazine when i was a kid called uh muscle or no what was it called it was like those drag drag monsters
0: mm-hmm.
1: do you know what i'm talking about where they have the like drag cars but they have like monsters on it it kind of reminded me of yeah. that
0: Then it all of a sudden it comes after her and starts eating on her thighs. Mm-hmm. and shit and like ripping huge chunks out of her leg and then it jumps on her head and starts biting <laughs> on her head and then that's it so you think they're both dead right because the dude's obviously dead by this right. point and so you think they're dead little do you find out that the babysitter girl somehow survives this whole fucking fiasco which I don't understand how but that shit
1: was pretty comical that
0: whole scene was so funny but so fucking awesome at the same time like I loved it it was so 90s and cheesy and oh, stupid, it is, but it was so 90s. bloody and violent and gory and I was like fuck yeah,
1: yeah well the, the, her getting shot in the chest was actually pretty cool. That was awesome. I was like, "Damn!" And she didn't even die. No, <laughs> that's takes what I'm saying. Fucking,
0: like, that's a dude, big fucking it, blow. It
1: looked like a fucking fifty cow shot huge. her in the chest. Yeah, like
0: huge. I was like, <laughs> and all of a sudden she's just like, "Oh, it's like nothing. Like she's okay." And I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs>
1: Well, Alright. <laughs> and the thing I want to bring up before that we get to that point though that it's funny because like before this happens, they do this weird funny thing with the with the editing in this process but right before this happens, so you, you see the babysitter like meet her boyfriend at the house and stuff and then it goes over back to Sarah, the mom, who is in a parking garage where she's like getting into her car from work and then like the stranger guy, Noah, who you don't find out yet his name is Noah, he like is following her and she starts running to get to her car and she drops her key under the drain under the car and then she's like panicking and then he like runs up to the car and he's like hey Sarah Sarah and then she like panics and she's like book it like through the and then and then he like is fucking chasing her like he's gonna fucking kill her and then he just stops her and grabs her and then she just looks at him like like he's gonna kill her like she does a good job and then he kisses her they kiss each other
0: yeah and i'm weird. like
1: okay what the fuck i was like so it, it's like and she quote said the reason why he was like why did you run away from me and she was like, uh, I, I just couldn't believe it was him. or Like, I couldn't believe it was you. And uh, like, which makes no logical sense whatsoever. If you saw the mm-hmm. person, you would make sense. So they make this loose logic and then they fuck in the back of the fucking wagon. And it's like, kind of, kind of like, fucked up. But they're fucking while the babysitter's fucking at their house. So it's like they intercut both of them for this like, mega fuck cut, you know? Like, director's mega fuck cut. <laughs> like, it's actually kind of good what they did because they were like doing the same things in each on each side of the fucking. Yeah, camera. it was
0: actually kind of artistic.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's stupidness, Some but great yeah. Porn. Um. By the way, is it weird to me? Because there's a scene where fucking uh, Derek fucking breaks the shit out of the toy, the round ball toy that killed his dad <laughs> seems, in the very beginning oh, of the movie. Was
0: great. I was like, get it.
1: Well, like he's bashing it, but the weird thing to me is why the fuck did the mom keep the toy?
0: I don't think she didn't know it was connected. I don't but think.
1: still, like, why would he even want that in his room?
0: Yeah, well, he's he can't tell her anything, so he's not speaking. So I don't, I don't know. Like that didn't make sense to me either. But she didn't know. Like she had no idea about the connection with the toy and everything that happened. But like he did. So that's why I don't. That's why he won't sleep in his room, though.
1: Right, and then of course there's another scene shortly after that, or it's during this scene. Where, uh, like, right before he goes back to bed, he takes out the package that was on the front door that apparently Petto, Geppetto, leaves at his doorstep. They're a pair of rollerblades. But he takes, like, Derek, the little kid, takes it out to the garbage can. And so that Lonnie kid, uh, Yuzna's Yuzna's, uh, son Mm -hmm. or whatever, comes over and gets it and uh grabs him and that whole fucking comical scene is pretty that funny that great like there's him like him
0: fucking with the babysitter and the boyfriend like right leading up to that is so funny
1: that's what I was gonna say cause like um Lonnie kid opens up Derek's Christmas present from the garbage and he puts on the fucking rollerblades and everything and he's like sitting there admiring and just like having a good time and this guy with his girl walks up and he's like hey there squirt and he's like what you doing there squirt and the kid's like you blind or you just dumber than you look <laughs> the guy's like don't be a wise ass I eat kids like you for breakfast
0: that's why my shit stinks so
1: bad like what <laughs> I was like, oh he my God. his
0: girlfriend and says, that's why my shit stinks so bad. And I'm like, what the fuck? And
1: the kid's all like, what an asshole. Yeah. And flicks the and guy off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and
1: then that kid, his, he's like rollerblading and I guess he runs into them again at some point in time and knocks
0: he just goes to skate through them just like he's like right, playing to chicken be essentially yeah. Yeah.
1: and he knocks the fucking guy over and then the guy's chasing him and all of a sudden his rollerblades start fucking lighting up like he's it's got rockets. Like rockets in them yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck so then he's like doing circles in the gar- in front of the garage and it's like it's great. that's the Kim's adopted Kim's son, adopted right? son yeah. yeah oh my god that was terrible. And then he
0: gets hit by a car and has to go to the hospital.
1: Right. And it's like way worse than what the accident looked like. Like he like rolled on the hood like it was fun. And then they're like, oh my God, look how destroyed it's his like face arms is.
0: Broken. His yeah. face is all wrapped up in bloody and bruised. Yeah, he looks and like shit. a mummy. He does look like a mummy. <laughs> and he's just like, uh
1: <laughs> The only other thing that I can say is you want to talk about the the last Lord
0: scene. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> like, <laughs> The end, And you thought it was
1: already taking a shitty turn as it was. So so. you
0: think it's Geppetto or Joe Petto or what the fuck ever. The the old man that's like, he kidnaps the kid while the teenagers are getting murdered. And the mom and Noah end up getting there and they're trying to find him, right? And they stumble across... Or, who, like, they think it's Joe. Joe shoots acid out of a little squirt gun in Noah's face or whatever the fuck it is, and the, which was really funny, by right. the way. And then when Sarah's down in, like, this weird basement, she finds a a body. It looks like just this old man. You can't really tell who it's supposed to be. All of a sudden, Joe's character is standing behind her in the Santa suit. And she's like, where's my fucking son or whatever. And he takes his face off. <laughs> And now he's a robot.
1: Like Westworld. Yeah, like the original he's like Westworld. this crazy
0: robot fucking thing. And it, you're like, what the fuck is going on? And then he puts on Pino's face. <laughs> and now all of a sudden it's Pino and you find out this entire time. And he looks like a drone. And he drawn. does this weird strip tease where he starts taking off the, the shirt and shit from the Santa suit. And keep
1: in mind, guys, he looks like an oversized Ken doll. He
0: does. He's like, he literally, like, and then he starts getting naked because he wants to fuck. Sarah, like he wants to be her son and fuck her, and he loves her, his mommy or whatever the fuck the, the weird shit is. But he stirps down and he's like this Ken doll, and he's like, i oh, you know, he, he wanted me to be his son, his real son, but obviously you can't make everything. And he looks down at his blank fucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like that's that's where we're gonna go with this fucking movie? Like <laughs> well, he couldn't make you a penis, so you're not a you real boy. Before you get to that
1: point. There was, I will say, that his movements and his body... Oh, he was legit. He was actually pretty good for, like, as ridiculous as the role called for.
0: No, he was great. He
1: did a really good job of being, like, robotic and, like kind of typical but I
0: thought he was fantastic actually I, I, like, yeah I
1: thought he did a good job really really good very stoic and just like hello my name is hi very matter yeah, of his, fact his
0: faces matched what he needed to do when he was malfunctioning and shit like he did a really fucking good job I, I thought he
1: did a pretty good job very yeah.
0: impressed honestly
1: <laughs> for how shitty that was <laughs> he was so, so <clears throat>
0: stupid but he's basically yeah he's basically a giant Ken doll and or G.I. Joe figure he can't be a real boy because his daddy couldn't make him a wiener <sighs> and I'm like what the fuck is happening
1: yeah and that's that's the The weirdest part is that he tries after he's like completely buck ass fucking G.I. Joe or Barbie Kendal. Ken doll fucking naked he starts trying to like he's got Sarah's legs up he's like puts her on a fucking on a, a table. Da- table or whatever uh, workbench and he's like trying to like pretend like he's fucking her and she's got like her legs up and it's kind of like over sexualized and then he's like grinding the shit out of her and she's screaming and he's like, I love you, mommy. I want to be your son. I love you, mommy. As he's like pretending to fuck her and she stabs him in the head with a screwdriver and oh, that's when he starts
0: super great. He starts short circuiting or whatever. And like they do
1: they do one of those like so like he is still alive. Then I forget how they kill him. Like they chop him in half she
0: chops him in half right he's, try- but he's about that- to kill noah and she chops him in half with an axe and then he starts crawling towards Mickey... Supposedly dead Mickey Rooney. But it
1: looks like someone completely... It's not the different. same
0: actor at all. Starts crawling towards him. He's like, Daddy, or whatever... Father, or whatever the fuck he's calling him. Don't let me die, <laughs> Daddy, or whatever. It's ridiculous. But they do, do the fake-out
1: ending. So, like, the it's all happy and sunshine. You could tell that this was rushed as a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like, this whole thing did not have any flow to it whatsoever. It was just weird. And they did, like, the post... Uh, electronic uh, electricity effects on his head and shit. Yeah. Like, it was silly. Uh, and then, yeah, they do the fake-out thing, and then she stomps on his head like a fucking
0: She's all Cadbury fucking egg fury. or something. It's yeah. great. I loved it. Yeah, because he comes back somehow and, like, grabs under her ankle or something, right? And then he right. just stomps his head out, and I was like, get it, bitch. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's awesome.
1: Well, I mean, that's pretty much it for this movie. I mean, it, it, it's... Uh,
0: I'm a real boy.
1: It it definitely isn't the worst one in the in the franchise. That's nope. for sure. Um, I'd I'd be interested to see what order you would put these in. Like, what would you do? Like, from even the first movie out of the whole franchise. Like, how would you put it in no, order? From
0: number one to continuing. Okay, to five, so to number five. one to five. Uh, number one is number one.
1: Excluding excluding the remake.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not including that at all. Okay, I'm just going one to five. Number one is number one. Number four is number two. Number five is number three. Number two is number four. And then number three is number five.
1: That's it. That's me. <laughs> Literally. It's yeah, one, five, just, four. Or no, no, I'm sorry. One, one four, four, five, two, two three. And three. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's exactly what I mean
1: Those are the, that's the order that those are the best in. And like, you know, for all the shit that part two gets, uh, try watching part three.
0: Yeah. I don't want to fucking hear it. Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Please, yeah, yeah.
0: Two was I hated fucking two, but man, I hated three. Yeah, like,
1: change the password on your gun safe, whatever it is. Give it to somebody you're gonna, else. You're
0: gonna kill yourself. <laughs> you're just gonna kill yourself.
1: <laughs> Keep it locked up. I was the-
0: so fucking angry. Like at the end of this, I was like, thought of you before oh my god now I'm really now I'm really cursing you so, so I was like more angry at myself for like staying awake <laughs> <laughs> like for that it's, fucking like, monstrosity. I could have fucking slept Oh, like I could have fallen asleep I wouldn't have missed shit like what the fuck you know what I mean I like, appreciate
1: that you did I was so tired yeah <laughs> I was like I stayed up pretty late that night watching like,
0: how did I stay awake because
1: I watched two three four right in a row and then I watched five yeah today because I was like so I had could... to yeah I couldn't stay up any longer. I was like, it was like on the cusp of when I go to sleep and I was like, Ugh.
0: yeah, been there.
1: But what do you guys think? I mean, do you, do you like that? Do you agree with our order? Uh, did, were we too harsh on some of the movies? Were we too nice on some of the movies? What do you guys think? I'd love to hear what your order is in the comments and any of our social media or on the episode link uh to our website you can always write there uh and let us know i would really 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 love to see that and i'd also like to know what you think of the remake uh the silent hill or silent hill the silent night remake to see what you think of that if you've seen it too but i'm gonna I'm, i'm gonna say i'm just gonna go ahead and say you're going to be hard-pressed to find anybody that's seen all these movies or remembers anything about most of them. But for those that have, please try to sound off in the comments. And if you enjoyed this episode, as always, please make sure you share it with a friend, someone you think who would enjoy it or have a laugh or maybe get pissed at us and want to, you know,
0: beat the shit out of us. Even my, like, super gore hound friend Jason, like, has only seen one to three.
1: Really? So he's going to be in for a a wild ride. I know. I
0: told him, like, you got to watch more vibe.
1: Did you have him sign up for the VIP I'm going to now. Okay. (laughs) Tell him that we tell the movies ahead of time so that you don't have to.
0: Well, we're always on the same wavelength anyway somehow. It's super weird. (laughs) Get out of my brain.
1: (laughs) But uh, guys, thank you so much for coming by this week. We're going to be taking a break now uh, for the next couple of weeks. We will be returning on January 7th with a brand new interview. And the following week, we'll do our top 2018. So definitely come back. We wish you guys the best holiday this year. And of course, a fucking goddamn amazing new year. Have a safe one, of course, guys.
0: Yeah, get fucked. (laughs) or get fucked up or get get fucked up and get fucked like do what you gotta do just have a fucking safe new year we want you to be listening to us next year you fucking bastards so
1: it's gonna be a big new year so
0: 2019
1: and uh, Merry Christmas Happy Hanukkah whatever you celebrate we hope that you're sharing it with somebody that you love
0: Merry Krampus
1: yeah Merry Krampus there you go Uh, but uh, we love you guys We'll see you next time, and as always...
0: Stay weird, monsters, you jolly fucks.